Welcome to Square Gators, the local harness racing show. This is all a part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to as to keep up to date with all things happening locally and around the world in the world of harness racing. The show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the year and is hosted by local harness racing identity Daniel Hibbert on 1FM Shepherd and Radio. 1FM 98.5, the Super Saturday Sports Show rolls on with Square Gators on this Saturday morning. We didn't have him last week, but uh, the Lord Mayor of Horsham, and why am I calling Dan Hibbard the Lord Mayor of Horsham? He was at the Trots on Wednesday for RSN. Friday, he was at the Greyhounds. On Thursday, he was at Sandown. I think he'd need a... I, I think he doesn't know where Shepparton is anymore. How are you, Dan? Um, yeah, not too bad, Stats. Yeah, big week. Uh, late call-up to do the trots there at Horsham on Wednesday afternoon. So it was a 9 o'clock departure on uh, on on Wednesday and then uh, back home by about... Uh, I think I got home about half past 10 Wednesday night, then back to Melbourne on Thursday for the dogs at Sandown. Stayed the night. And left there about uh, nine o'clock to get up to Horsham again for the dogs yesterday, and uh, was home at half past ten last now, night. Now I've never been to Horsham, so are the, is the track for the dogs and the harness racing at the same sort of venue? It used to be about twenty years ago, or actually longer than that, probably twenty-five, nearly thirty years ago. It would be. Um, they used to, the, the trots used to be at the showgrounds. There's some good video uh, on YouTube of uh, one of the last cups that they had at. Uh, Horsham at the showgrounds uh, and you wonder how the hell we ra- ever ever raced on tracks that small but it was a re- Horsham showground trots used to be a really good place to go and watch the races I used to go a number of times uh, but now it's only the greyhounds there at uh, at the showgrounds and the trots um, relocated to the race the gallops track and is on the infield of the gallops track there the big uh, precinct uh, pretty much in the heart of the Part of the town, really, to be fair. Now, I know you got your big break calling the dogs, but you would have loved calling the harness racing. It was good to get back and uh, get back in the uh, get back in on the bike again and uh, and call a, another trot meeting. It had been a, a little while, um, and uh, nice to get the the call up. It was a pretty uh, pretty easy meeting, to be fair. I had uh, pretty small fields. It was a like a field of four in the first, there was a few scratchings and then a couple of sixes and sevens. So there wasn't too uh, too strenuous uh, a day in the box here on uh, on Wednesday, but uh, good to get back calling the calling the trots. Now Olavici won last night in the uh, Tornado Valley, I should say. Uh, trot, what a great horse Tornado Valley was. Great trotter. Uh, two meetings at Melton back to back. Of course, last night with a nine event program, ten event program. We'll preview tonight, but we, you've sort of circled this horse for a while. It was a dollar fifty last night. Won the two in the old, but for the Lang Camp, but. You uh, circled this horse pretty early. We've had it in a few mouldies. By the way, we got the mouldy yeah, last week. We got him with the mouldy last week in the heat, uh, and he's come out in one of the fold. Like he's been pretty bullish, Chris Lang, on the uh, about this horse. He sort of thinks that there's a potential to take him across to Sweden. Uh, okay. So he's looking at the Inter Dominion obviously as a, a stepping point. He'd have to he'd have to win the Inter Dominion uh, to warrant any sort of trip overseas to, to, to race in Europe. Well, uh, those that don't know, Sweden is a really oh, big venue for mad. harness racing. It's mad. It's the elite lops, the biggest race. It's probably the biggest trotting race, certainly trotting race 
in the world. And, and outside of ice hockey and soccer, it's right up there as a oh, national sport. It, it, it's uh, the the crowd that they get at uh, particularly at the elite lob meeting is you would you know if you went, you wouldn't be able to comprehend it. It's just it's just they're rock stars over there. The drivers are just rock stars. Um, and uh, you know that it's a, a race. They race twice in a day. We have done it. We do it here with the the Great Southern Star uh, trotting race in in at Melton. But uh, the Elite Lop is on another another planet, basically compared to what we have here. But if he's to take him across, uh, it would be a it would be an, a, a a great thing. He has been and done it before. He took uh, pretty sure he took Sundal's gift over there for a, a bit of a sojourn as well. And we've seen um, Karen Manning go over there with Night Pistol back in the day. So it can be done, and uh, he's certainly a horse that is uh, going through the grades nicely and. You would think if he's going to venture on a trip like that, he's going to be pretty hard to beat in the Inter-Dominion later in the year. And you noticed I've been really kind to you. I haven't mentioned last night's game between Melbourne and Sydney. I was pretty happy that I was just driving home and actually listened to it the whole way, so I didn't actually watch it. So listening to it uh, is a little bit more easy. It made the trip home a lot uh, a lot easier, but obviously it was a bit of a disappointing end to the game. But uh, I think we can bounce, certainly bounce back next week. We obviously play Brisbane, so... We have been playing well against them uh, yeah, if, lately. If you're listening in your in Brisbane and you're Chris Wagon, don't even take the flight next week. You're going to get absolutely smashed by Melbourne. It's yeah, they're going to. Uh, you'd think that they're going to struggle, um, but uh, yeah, we'll um, hopefully bounce back. And then it depends on, I guess, what happens today. We uh, <coughs> if we get through, we play the winner of uh, the qualifying final today. So um, you know. It's going to be interesting to see who we play because uh, Geelong in a prelim is going to be tough. Collingwood in a prelim will be just as just as tough. So um, it all comes down to that result this, later on this afternoon. Yeah, interesting times, that's for sure. What do you got for us locally in the week that was, Dan? Harness it's, racing. Uh, yeah, a bit of a skinny week, but uh, some good winners uh, across the across the week. Back to last Sunday at uh, at Cranbourne, Violet a gift for Luke Bryant from Merrigan went down. Uh, and was able to lead all of the way. Got a bit of a favour from the uh, the favourite leading and breaking when it was out in front, Tiara Stride. It was then able to lead, and once it got back in front, was able to dominate the race and lead all throughout. 2.3.7 was the mile rate. It was a good win. $4.60 for those that uh, got onto it. it was, uh, it's been there or thereabouts without actually you know winning a race. It uh, probably deserves to have a better record uh, that it's got, but it was a nice win nonetheless there at Cranbourne on uh, on Sunday. It's won three from 27, but it's run 12 placing, so not a bad bread and butter horse for Luke Bryant there. We headed to Bendigo, and Lindy Grace won the first for Donna Castles, was able to uh, work its way to the lead, and uh, too, strong in the, too strong rather in the Vic Bread Platinum Maiden Trot. $9.50 chance. And uh, was uh, probably uh, was specking the specking the fixed odds. Did a fair bit of work to get to the front, but two two point six was the mile rate. Good victory, the break it's made, and and in those Vic Bread Platinum races, you get that extra prize money as well. So well, well done, the connections there on the victory. The other winner on that card was Okinawa Beach for Damien Wilson. It was in the last race. The mayor won again. Was able to sit park one fifty six point nine. Good good uh, times there in that race. Uh, very consistent mare. Again, another really good bread and butter horse. Just uh, continues to race well. She's won eight races from, I think, 55 starts. 
Uh, and uh, you know, doesn't win out, certainly doesn't win out of turn, but she's run 16 miners as well. And this season she's won three, another three races from 25. So pretty consistent in that right lower grade of race. We had the meeting at Shepparton on, uh, on Wednesday night. Beauty Treasure won the first for Patrick Ryan and Chris Alpha taking the drive. It was the $3.30 favourite. It uh, raced a touch greenly in the run, but was able to score after leading. Did a bit of work to get to the front, but was too strong. 2.3.3 was the mile rate in the first race. The second was won by a stride, the two-year-old for Russell and Nathan Jack. Very short price favourite. Led, took a trail, was then uh, had a nice easy trip behind the leader, behind MJB, and was able to run over the top of it. They went 1.59, and they ripped home in a 27.1 last quarter. Super Service was a good winner for Cameron Mags. $6 led all of the way to 2.5. This guy is uh, very... Uh, well, he's, he's consistent. He can sometimes make a few errors in the run and uh, particularly late on in the piece, but he was too good on uh, the other night, leading and winning. And uh, again, he'll uh, he's in that right sort of grade where he could win a few more for sure. Gauchi was a good winner for Kate Hargroves and Shannon O'Sullivan. In the fourth race, it led. Does want to get up on the bit and pull a hard, but when it leads, that's where it's best suited. Uh, and it was able to score 156.5, beating Ringer Russ and Ideal Investment. The fifth was won by James in charge for Blake Caruana and Celeste Towers taking the claiming drive. It was a dollar fifty favourite, led and uh, was dominant. Ten a ten metre victory in 158.6, beating Good Feelings and Rolling Ramona. Just Ralph was the winner for Lisa Bartley and Jordan Chibnall at a big price. Got up on the sprint lane to score a narrow victory over BGC in treacherous times. 158.6 came from three back to pegs and uh, got up on the inside to score. Mongiana was a deserved winner for the O'Donoghue-Bartley combination, paying six bucks. Scored a narrow victory, 155.7 over the sprint trips. Good going. Um, didn't have a great deal of luck in the early part, but came deep on the track and was able to run over the top to score. You're ready, Freddie was a win, another winner for Luke Bryan, having a good week. James Herbertson took the drive this time, and it was the winner in 159.7, and uh, scored by about five metres over Willie Pike, and take it down in the three-year-old. So a nice win for where, uh, for that for that horse. Cash Boost won for Craig and Abby Turnbull in a very open affair. The up to 50 Raiders generally are like that. And this one was able to get the job done. It uh, scored in a 157.7, beating What a Pleasure and Hidden Figure. Shades of Heaven won the last for David Kennedy and Rodney Coelli. $2.50 favourite. Laird copped a bit of pressure during the middle stages from Illawong Jovial, who was keen to press it, but uh, was able to hold it at bay and score in a 2-2 mile rate there at, in the last at Shepparton. And then we head to Melton last night. We had uh, an all-trotting card, not uh, not futurity racing. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't say that. The Need for Speed Prince series is for the girls and the boys, or the Prince and the Princess series are futurity races, but the rest of them are all uh, just uh, normal uh, normal trot races, but there was a couple of Group 2s and a Group 3 as long as the Group 1 races. So a really strong trotting card there tonight. And uh, given the the number of trotters that we've got going around at the moment, it's no surprise to see a meeting like this. Nathan Jack had an absolute field day uh, last night. He had four very good winners. He won the uh, the Bob Conroy two-year-old Trotters Classic, the Group 2, $30,000 race, with the Locomotive, who is out of the champion mare, La Cucaracha. 
uh, was drawn the back row but uh, was able to work around lead and just got home over Cognati who got very close on the line but it was a strong performance from the locomotive and uh, you know he's bred to be a bred to be very very strong he's by muscle mass out of La Cucaracha and you're not going to find too many better bred horses than that one Nathan then took the drive on Rebel Stoke for Anton Galino and a dollar twenty favourite in the consolation of the need to, need for speed leading all the way. The uh, other horse in the other in that race, I'm Bobby Ferdy Tap ran a good race in second, although it was beaten twenty metres. It did run second, so uh, well done to there, there in the consolation. Uh, the as we mentioned already, Olivici won the uh, the Tornado Valley Trot f- uh, final, and uh, look as I say, he's going to be a really big player in the Inter Dominion. The Need for Speed Prince final was a ripping race. It was Anton Galeno and Nathan Jack combining with Cravash Dor, who sat outside of RC Phoenix, the Finley-owned uh, horse who led for Chris Finocio. Cravash Dor sat on its outside, and they really went to work from about the 500-metre mark. They were nose for nose. Plymouth Chubb, last year's two-year-old of the year, was uh, a fair way off them, but has made, made up a tonne of ground and only just went down. So Cravastor beat Plymouth Chubb. RC Phoenix ran third. They went 156.1. It was a really good race. Plymouth Chubb's obviously been off the scene for quite some time through injury after winning the Vic Bread at the end of last year. But he's come back and two really good races. Despite getting beaten, uh, he, is, uh, he looks as if he's lost none of his, uh, not, none of his ability uh, going forward. So I think the three-year-old trot, in saying that I've got one myself, uh, I think the three-year-old trotting uh, races towards the back end of the year are going to be really, really good races to watch because there's uh, some really nice types in all of those. Nathan then wrapped it up with Amandine for Anton Galino. He had the Cornella with Agret. Lee Sutton took the drive. Nathan with the winner, a half-head between the two in the Princess. 157.4 was the mile rate there. So Nathan had a really big night there at uh, the meeting at Melton, the trotting all-trotting card there with four winners and uh, a pair of Group 1s as well. So well done to him. No worries, Dan. We might take a break. Come out the other side, have a look at this big card at Melton. Ten event program off the back of a meeting they had there last night as well. Back shortly. We're back. The Tungama Hotel is not just your everyday country pub. It's a Goulburn Valley institution. Established in 1891, the beautiful heritage-listed building is worth the visit alone. On the Silo Art Trail, the Tungama Hotel offers quality lunch and dinners, eat in or take away, as well as accommodation, including some brand new ensuite rooms. It's family and dog-friendly as well as offers catering for all functions, including weddings and parties. Open seven days for lunch and dinner, why not organise a group and grab the courtesy bus? A Tungama Hotel, more than just a country pub. 1FM sponsor. The Marupna Golf Club, home to the Goulburn Valley's only full-length driving range and it's open to the public seven days a week. Yep, that's right. You don't need to be a member to use the driving range. But with some of the best value for money golf memberships on offer, why not take the plunge and join with unlimited golf all year round? Come and meet our PGA pro, Ben Weatherly. Need a lesson? Yep, Ben's got you covered there too. You're welcome here at the Friendly Club, the Marupna Golf Club. 1FM sponsor. You're tuned to Super Saturday Sport on 1FM, your one stop for all your sports news. Welcome back to Square Gators on this Saturday morning. We got the mouldy last week. Dan, let's see if we can do it again this week. Big 10 
event card at Melton this evening off the back of the nine-event program last night for the Trotters. Uh, this evening, we've got the paces going around, and, of course, uh, at Melton, race one kicks off at... Uh, 5.32. 5.32 this evening. Thanks for that, Dan. Sprint lane in operation as well at Melton. Ten event card. It's a good card, and uh, obviously we've got a really good race later on in the card, which we'll get to shortly. The multi, we've been going reasonably well without uh, going too crazy in terms of value, but um, I think initially when I looked at the first race, I was a bit hesitant, but the more I looked at it, I thought this horse was probably drawn... Uh, it's drawn wide, but it's probably the best thing for it. Um, I've gone with the first league race one, number seven, Box of Chocolates. At about the $2.60 mark or thereabouts on the fixed odds. Um, it was a really good winner two runs ago. Had no luck last time from a second row draw. It definitely prefers being off the front. Um, it's going to have to do a fair bit of work, you would think, in the early part. They've got to go forward. I can't imagine that they're going to go back from that draw. Um, he's best suit she's so i should say she is best suited being up front and uh i think if she uh, gets up to the lead uh she's going to be uh going to be really hard to beat if she worked to the front i'd yeah it'd be, i'd be hard to seeing anything coming from behind her she loves the sprint trip and i think she can win so race one number seven now dan before you go any further race seven a box of chocolates number one first leg of the multi uh chris alford is not taking the drive this evening tom hanks is Tom Hanks, is yeah, he? of Forrest course Gump, he I, played Forrest Gump. Gump. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I don't think Chris would be able to play uh, Tom or act like Tom. But he, of course, uh, life was a box of chocolates. It was, it was. But I think she's a really good horse, and I think she can uh, win the first leg of the multi. Second leg, I'm not going to uh, reinvent the wheel here. I, for the life of me, I do not understand how this horse is a dollar thirty-five. But race two, number three, Captain Belisario. Is the second leg of the multi. So it's not a, a huge multi by any stretch, but this horse was absolutely. I was at Melton the night that he w- resumed from a spell. He drew barrier ten. He was last with a lap to go, and he looped the field and he raced away. And it was just a dominant, dominant win. And I cannot, for the life of me, see how they're going to be able to beat him when he's drawn barrier three. He's a dollar thirty-five. I would have thought that he should be a dollar ten or a dollar five, something like that, in the in this particular race. But you're getting a dollar thirty-five about him. I think he is a very, very good horse going forward. Uh, he is a he's uh, had seven wins from twenty-three, um, but he's his record deserves to be a lot better. Than that he was so good last time out. So he's the shorty in the the second league of the multi. But I think we can get a, a little bit of uh, a little bit of money to play with the mult uh, with the quaddy later on. So the multi tonight's race one number seven into race two, number three, you'll get around 350. You might yeah, be able around to power, that, yeah. power up a bit more. You might be able to get a bit more. Uh, or if you sort of wait till uh, race time, you might even get a better price about box of chocolates in uh, in the first league as well. And maybe just a little suggestion. Be Have a look at what the multi's paying, but then have a look at the running double pools and just see what the yeah, running double might be the, paying. There might be a little bit more in the pool there as well. Uh, the quaddy tonight starts at uh, 7.32 with the high gain pace. Uh, I first like I've gone one four five and eight. Knights Templar gets the good draw. Major Meister has been pretty uh, pretty well. I guess pretty unlucky. I guess is probably the easiest way to to say it over its career. But it's uh, it's a nice horse and could certainly win with the right sort of luck. Blitzer has been very very dominant in uh, its first two uh, first uh, last two runs. I should say and eight Western Sonador for the uh, Bartley O'Donoghue uh, combination. 
gets the perfect uh, a perfect sit behind Knights Templar, particularly if it leads. And if it's able to get up on the sprint line, I think it can. Uh, I think it can win as well. So, one, four, five, and eight in the first leg of the quality tonight. Race six, second leg is the uh, the Group Three Matriarch Pace Final. I've gone two, five, eleven, and thirteen. There's a number of horses in this race that uh, are at massive odds and probably don't have a great deal of uh, of winning potential. But uh, the Wolf is going well. It was second in the heat. Gets a perfect draw. It's been supported on the fixed odds already. I thought Smooth Debate's been racing very consistently. It's on the drift, though. It's had the double figures, $10 now on the fix. But I think it's a decent chance. And then the two off the back row, Doug's Babe, who won the heat, at number 11 and number 13, Runaway Celebrity. Just needs a touch of luck from that uh, pretty bad draw, but I think they're the uh, the only four major hopes in that race. So 2, 5, 11 and 13. Potentially number 10 is the only other one out of Shengli, but it will need a little bit of luck from the the, uh, the barrier draw. Race number 7 is the third leg at the Minuteman free-for-all. And I reckon this is probably the best race I've seen in about the last three or four months. I know we had the uh, Brisbane Carnival on, but in terms of Victorian racing, this is a, a ripping contest. I figured that there was, uh, you could go very wide if you wanted to, but I've narrowed it down to the, uh, well, the two horses that I think are, are probably got a uh, class on their side compared to some of the others, and that's eight Lock and Art and ten Onalua Bay. Um, I think Onalua Bay is probably going better. Um, Lockenvarat obviously he's only had the one back run back from a, 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 a long layoff but Onalua Bay's just got so much upside and he's been absolutely dominant uh, in his last uh, in his last couple of races and before he went out for a spell uh, he's been just running astronomical times and I just can't see anything other than Lockenvarat if he gets the right trip uh, being able to beat him he was certainly a little bit uh, rotund at his first run back, which you expect, but he was just he just never gave up in that race, and I expect him to go really, really close tonight. Just got to get off, get off the inside of that second row draw. So eight and ten only in the third leg of the quaddy, and the last leg of the quaddy. I really I just went one out here. I just I think Pennyon's just going to be too good. Number five for Emma Stewart and Mark Pitt should just work forward, find the lead, and be too hard uh, be really hard to beat. The uh, stable mate, our little jet, is drawn the outside and. Beach Memories is just going to need a bit of luck from that inside row, but I think Pettyont might be able to just work to the front and uh, lead all the way. So the quaddy tonight at Melton, 1-4-5 at 8 in the first leg, 2-5-11 and 13 in the second leg, 8 and 10 in the la- in the third leg and 5 only in the final leg. That'll cost you $32 for 100% of the dividend and uh, really looking forward to that Minuteman free-for-all uh, tonight. Really looking just forward to seeing how uh, on Alua Bay goes, and obviously looking forward to seeing how Lockenvarat goes second up from that spell tonight. Now, Dan, can you just repeat that third leg for me? Third leg, eight and ten. Eight and ten. So Lockenvarat and Honolulu Bay in the five in the final leg. Five in the final leg, correct. Yeah, yeah sorry about that, Dan. I was just a little pre. So one four. Five One, four, five, and eight. In uh, the two. I wish sometimes I wish that yeah. the <laughs> listeners could see what goes on in here. One, four, five, and eight. Two, five, into two, five, eleven, and thirteen. Into eight and ten. Uh, into five only in the last league. Thanks, Dan, for that. Uh, five dollars will get you fifteen percent. Bang on, beautiful. No worries. Uh, yeah. Now we'll go to Mooney Valley today. How about we have a look at Mooney Valley? And of course, uh, it is on a soft six today, which isn't too bad. The McEwen Stakes. 
Uh, I like one here at a bit of value to knock over Cool and Gadda today, who's the favourite at around oh, six to four, even money, uh, $2.20. Uh, in the Congo, I like uh, race five, number two at the Valley today, McEwen Stakes race five. It's good race, uh, really strong race. Oh, you've got a horse like Rothfire who's come back from uh, you know a, a, a long spell, uh, away game who's always there or thereabouts, but just never seems to to win one. Uh, and and, and Rothfire had a real purple patch a did, while yeah, ago. He did, and uh, obviously in the Congo, Coolangatta has only had the four starts for three wins and then a third in the in the uh, in the Golden Slipper. She's only got fifty kilos on her back, so that's obviously going to suit her with this sprint, but. Uh, over the thousand meters, so she gets that really good weight advantage. Um, it's, I guess it's in a way, it's either you think she's either going to win or she's going to get beaten. There's no probably no uh, grey area with it. She either wins or she doesn't. Um, it's probably not the right, uh, probably not a race you want. I want to get involved. Just want to see her go around. If she comes back and wins, I think we know we've probably got a potential star on our hands for sure. And in the Atlantic Jewel, I like a bit of a roughy each way for Godolphin. Race six, number ten. It's around fourteen dollars currently. I suggest just have it the place at uh, around uh, the three dollars. You're getting two to one the place, so why not? And I think it's a nine horse field now. Yeah, I'm just waiting for my screen to update here, but it's. It's not a bad race. Uh, eh, just get it to uh, do what I need it to do. There we go. That's that's better. There we go. Um, a good race. Um, I, Lady Laguna was uh, wasn't too bad first up. Uh, Boogie Dance has been in in ripping form its last three runs, and Peter Moody's just seems to have a, an amazing strike rate uh, at the moment as well. There is quite a few scratchings in this race, but uh, they're probably the two that I'll be looking at uh, the four and the five in that race. And in race seven at the Valley, uh, I like race seven, number four. This is the Chautauqua Stakes. And uh, let's hope it doesn't stay in the stalls like Chautauqua used to. Uh, yeah, I think he got a bit tired of racing by the time. Yeah, he got a bit stubborn. Yeah, he'd had enough. Uh, really open race, and you'd, you'd expect that for for some uh, for a 1,200-metre race. So, uh, you know, it's five to one the field. But Rangers has been... Pretty well supported, tens into fives by the looks of it on fixed odds. Good to see Oxley Rhodes in and actually hasn't been scratched. So I think they've they had to bite the bullet and run it somewhere. You know, scratched it so many times, but he's out to about the eleven dollar mark. Good race, but uh, there's plenty of each way chances in that. And obviously the uh, other race, which they've uh, had to bring forward to race for the the fee, and you're uh, only got a field of five in that now, which is disappointing. There's been a lot of talk about that during the week. Uh, but I think Mr. Brightside's going to be hard to beat. Yeah, I like Earlswood just at the price. Yeah. I mean, Mr. Brightside's the obvious, and I hope it goes well because it's your rower horse, but uh, I'm on uh, race for number four, Earlswood. And just quickly, real quickly, up at Randwick today, uh, race five, the Concord, race five, number one, El Dorado, $2 even money. Looks like it's going to win that this afternoon. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, mate. We'll do it all again next week. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter and tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye.